This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Boy, the markets are trying to regain some of the lost ground from yesterday. Of course, market reacted very, very negatively to the potential the president could put even deeper tariffs in place against China. Uh, that happened as uh, Trade Secretary Robert Lighthizer said that China is starting to renege on some of their previous promises. And remember, the Chinese delegation is supposed to start renegotiating again tomorrow in Washington, D.C. Now suddenly a cloud of questions all around what's going on there. Five minutes after five o'clock on a Tuesday morning. Today is the seventh day of May. Glad you're along with us. I'm P.M. Yankee. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, joins us live via Skype before six o'clock. He'll give us the latest on what the market has to say about all that international trade discussion. Here in Wisconsin, we may have had a couple decent days of dry weather, but boy, not really enough to get much field work done. Just 7% of Wisconsin's corn in the ground as of Sunday. I'll recap all the details for you. Now, weather-wise, as far as today is concerned, again, about a 50-50 chance we're going to get wet. For today, looking for daytime highs around 57 degrees, there is just a 20% chance of showers today. Overnight lows down to 41. Tomorrow looks like it's going to be a washout. 90% chance of rain on Wednesday, 70% chance of rain on Thursday. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has weather details in about 15 minutes. For control of yellow nut sedge and tough-to-kill broadleaf weeds like common lamb's quarters and water hemp in your cornfield, Tank Mix Yukon in your post-emergence herbicide treatment. Yukon is the gold standard in knockdown and residual control of yellow nutsedge. With two modes of action, Yukon gives you an easy-to-tank mix tool that also helps defend against herbicide resistance. To keep your cornfields clean of yield-robbing yellow nutsedge and tough broadleaf weeds, trust Yukon from Gowan, USA. I'm guessing that most people can figure out that I'm a dog person, but really I'm a any animal person. Fabulous Farm Bay Pam Yankee here for the UW School of Veterinary Medicine. But dogs have always had a part in my life from the farm to today. That's why I was really excited to hear about the cutting-edge research going on now at the School of Veterinary Medicine with Dr. David Vale. He's working on a canine cancer vaccine. Can you imagine not having to treat animals with cancer, but instead being able to prevent it? That's just one example of the cutting-edge research right here in our community. But listen, they need more space to move forward with this kind of research. And that's where you come in. It's not just about donating money. It's also about creating conversations in our state. You can write a letter, send an email, make a phone call to your elected officials, letting them know that the UW School of Veterinary Medicine is out of space and needs to expand. Want more details? Jump online. Animals Need Heroes 2 too.com. The new census of agriculture is out, and it shows Wisconsin has a lot of dairy goats, more than any other state in the country. Bob Bosold here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And, uh, Pam, you, you get around, you talk dairy barns in Wisconsin, now you, you got to include dairy goats. Well, you sure do, Bob. Fabulous farm babe Pam Yankee here at the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison. And I'll tell you what, uh, I really appreciate the folks that got started in the dairy goat industry in Wisconsin, stuck with it. Just like anything in agriculture, that's what you got to do. Stick with it. And boy, I'll tell you, that is the story that our own Reba McClone heard when she visited LeClaire Farms. That's in the Fondelac area. LeClaire Farms is another example of uh, somebody that had a good idea and got started in it and stuck with it. And today, boy, I'll tell you, they've got dairy goats. They've got a retail store. They've got an agritourism opportunity. And more importantly, 
as Reba found out, they've got a story. <laughs> the direction they started initially is not where they ended up today. Reba tells us more about LeClaire Farms in the Fond du Lac area. Raising dairy goats was not the original plan for Larry and Clara Hendrick, but it soon turned out to be a great family business. I was able to visit LeClaire Family Creamery in Malone, Wisconsin to get a better understanding of how this accidental dairy goat business turned into a family-run business that really focuses on the community. LeClaire is a uh, family creamery that my husband and I founded back. Actually, we got started in 1977 when we were looking at what we could do with our future family, and we felt if we could teach them how to work, they'd be the best gift that we could give them. So with that being said, we purchased a little farm just outside of Chilton, and our first farm had two peacocks, a flock of chickens, and two goats. So in the 80s, we looked at, like, what can you do with your goat? And so basically, you needed to milk your goat, you needed to uh, make your product, and then convince the consumer they would love your product. In the 80s, folks were really not that interested in the goat products. And uh, what we did is we went to a different state every year. We looked at uh, what was happening in the goat world in those states. And basically what we found was, hey... You folks in Wisconsin have it all. You have the Center for Dairy Research at UW-Madison. You have a wonderful cow infrastructure, and so it's very easy to piggyback the the goat world upon it. You know, our children are kind of reaching that magic age of where they can't wait to leave home. And we said, hey, folks, if you're ever interested in getting back into agriculture, here's the deal. Uh, I would like you to, uh, my husband and I had encouraged them to go on and get an education on anything they would like to do. And then go work for somebody else for a minimum of two years. So with that being said, uh, each of them went off, uh, did their thing, and we have four of our five children back into the family business with us. And just of late, my husband and I have uh, started a uh, kid farm at our home place uh, since all of the milking has moved here to LeClaire, and so we will be raising a number of the buck kids uh, at our home location. And our main objective for doing that at this stage of our lives is to allow the next generation to be involved in agriculture, so we want to see our grandchildren have that opportunity also. You guys really do focus on family and community outreach, and I think one of the coolest aspects of your, of your operation is the fact you have a cafe here right on site. Yes. Uh, one of the things, we want to be very transparent to our consumer. And so uh, as you sit in our cafe, you're able to watch the goats being milked. Uh, you're able to uh, see the cheese aging. And then uh, in retail, you can certainly purchase products. But here in the cafe, you have the opportunity to taste uh, our various products uh, on, menu, on the menu in a lot of gourmet kinds of dishes. Goat cheese, goat milk, probably not the most popular, especially here in the dairy state. And so how do you kind of bridge that gap between people who are used to just dairy products and, and getting them into into goat dairy products? What I usually do is I do a lot of the tours here at LeClaire, and I always end my tour with asking people to try the goat milk. And now most folks are like, mm, I can skip that experience. I, I, I just know I'm not going to like it. And I go on to explain to them that... That, you know, one of the things that you have to understand, quality milk, whether it be cow or goat, quality is quality. And so once they taste it, uh, they kind of always give me a blank stare. And then the next words out of their mouth is, 
it tastes just like milk. And you go, yes, because it is. And when you look at the cow milk versus the goat milk, uh, we have some folks that are having some issues with cow milk. And the main differences between the two milks is the goat is naturally homogenized. The fat particles are very tiny, uh, so less time in the digestive tract. The cow particles are a lot larger, uh, so spends a little bit more time. The goat milk is naturally homogenized. That means that and it does not have a gluten where the cow milk has a, uh, a gluten in it, and the, so the cream rises a lot quicker to the top, and the uh, goat does not. It takes about two weeks on a bottle of milk to get that cream line on it. And the goat has a tad bit less lactose. So anybody that's lactose intolerant, mm, I'm not so sure that would be the best choice. Uh, but the difference is, is the cow has the alpha S1 for some people that's an allergen, and the goat has primarily the alpha S2, So uh, and that works very well in their system. So the differences in the proteins is what allows one a person that has trouble with cow milk uh, to be able to digest the goat milk very easily. And then the goat is a little bit higher in uh, nutrients than the goat, uh, cow. It has about as much potassium in it as a banana. And it is whiter in color than that of the cow because the goat utilizes her carotene completely where the cow does not. And so you'll get, when you make butter from goat milk, it's going to be very light in color, whereas that of the cow is going to have that little bit of a yellow color to it. And I should mention that 70% of our world's population eats goat meat and drinks goat milk. Uh, and if you were having the meat, uh, you would find that it is better, uh, when you do the analysis on it, it's actually better for you than chicken because the fat sits on top of the muscle much like that of venison. All of these options are just wonderful to hear about. And so how many different types of cheeses, of goat cheeses or mixed milk cheeses are you making? Right off the top of my head, we have about 15 different varieties. But then if you look at, uh, we make a, a product that's uh, really growing very fast for us called Chev. And most folks know that as goat cheese. So if you go to a restaurant or if you uh, look at a cookbook, you're going to find that uh, they will ask, for goat cheese. And what they're asking for is the Chev. And right now, I think we have about 50 different SKUs of the Chev products because we have a lot of flavored uh, Chevs as well as different sizes. One of the really cool things within your Realtail shop is all of these awards that are sitting on top of your coolers and on the walls. And it's just amazing to see those. And I know you guys started winning awards pretty early. How do you guys maintain that? Uh, attention to detail. Uh, we look at this as a family, one great big family. Uh, the first uh, part of the family is going to be the, um, the farm team. Uh, they have to produce that top notch, top quality milk. Uh, so it all starts with them. The next player on the team is going to be the cheese team. And those folks need to do the best that they can with that milk. And really, we always say, just don't screw it up. And then uh, we look at our retail folks. Uh, their job is to make sure it's displayed well to the consumer. And again, don't screw up the presentation to the consumer. Uh, make sure that that product that they are tasting is our best quality. So paying attention to detail, making sure we have quality, uh, we're very much um, how should I say it, fanatics about uh, paying attention to detail. And good enough is might be fine for some folks, but for us, we always want it to be our best. And so uh, that's really the bottom line, is putting our best foot forward, paying attention to detail, and producing that top quality product so that every time somebody tastes it, uh, it's an award-winning product. 
And how would you describe the difference in taste between like cow's cheese and milk cheeses of like a similar style? Uh, there's not a whole lot of difference. Uh, basically, the uh, the American palate wants our cheeses to taste very much like cow cheeses. And so because we start out with a very clean, fresh tasting milk, uh, you're going to have that very clean, fresh taste in your cheese. And then, you know, stop and think uh, if it was uh, to be exactly like the cow product, next question would be, why do you want me to pay a little bit more for it? So you're going to start out with that nice, clean, fresh taste of the cow product, and then it's going to finish with a little bit of a tang for the, from the goat. And so that you know makes it a little bit distinguishedly different, but yet very, very pleasing to the palate. With Wisconsin dairy goat numbers on the rise and actually leading the country, this is a great business to be involved in that produces some great tasting products. From the southern end of the world's longest Barn in Madison. I'm Reba McClone. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. I am so proud to have six of the best custom jewelers and two of the most advanced CAD designers in Madison that meticulously work under microscopes, producing some of the finest custom jewelry Madison has ever seen. If you want your beautiful engagement ring or anything custom with the utmost accuracy, you'll only be able to have it done at Chalmers Jewelers. Six of the best custom jewelers and two of the most advanced CAD designers is why Chalmers Jewelers is voted best of Madison gold year after year. I wasn't expecting him to even have the ring for me. I thought we were just going to go in and just kind of look. I had decided to ask her to marry me in the store. He proposed to me at Chalmers Jewelers. I was speechless. But I was so taken back that the only thing I could do was cry. It was everything that I'd hoped it would be, and the surprise and the ring were perfect for the perfect woman in my life. Chalmers Jewelers in Middleton. Hi, this is Dave Gary, the owner of the Princeton Clubs. Our summer launch event is going on now through May 18th. With everything you need to get in shape for the summer, including the latest group training programs, our world-class facilities, plus special offers for current and new members through May 18th. Our For a Better Tomorrow campaign partner this month is UW Children's Hospital of Madison. For every new member, we make a donation to a local organization that's working hard to improve the communities wherever a Princeton club is located. Summer is just a few weeks away, so I invite you to make a difference in your health today by joining the Princeton Club. And with our summer launch event going on, it's a great time to get started. I think you'll be surprised how much better you feel just after a few workouts. The Princeton Clubs, voted Madison's best health club year after year. Visit PrincetonClub.net for a free trial pass and to learn more about our summer launch event. We're More volume than the Chicago Board of Trade. This is the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Just cloudy out there this morning, but I'm uh, guessing there may be rain on the horizon. Let's find out about our weather today. Stumach Ag Meteorologist joining us live via Skype. I swear, man, I just took a look at some of the latest planting progress reports. Well, let's say lack of progress. Wisconsin's not as bad as states like Minnesota, where they're 18 days behind their five-year average trying to get corn in the ground, Stu. And the state of Minnesota, the Ag Statistical Service, says they have got zero beans in the ground. Now, I know it's only the seventh day of May, but for that state, they're really off the pace. 
Yeah, it, it really seems like we should be a lot further than we are. And yeah, there's no rain this morning. Woohoo, that's a great sign. And then there's going to be tonight, sorry to say it. Low pressure pulled a cool front through here yesterday. It's become stationary to the south. Kansas up toward Illinois, Indiana, Ohio. No big deal. It's off to the south. Although radar still indicating a little rain in northeast Illinois this morning, so it's not far away. But I expect the next low will build up out of the southwest and could very well mean rain developing later tonight and certainly for tomorrow. The low is going to be around Kansas tomorrow morning. Head right up to southern Wisconsin as we wrap up Wednesday and head into Thursday. So there's going to be more rain. And unfortunately, I don't even like to talk about these rain amounts. They are going to add up significantly around here. Wet weather going to be in store through this midweek, and it's slow to dry then after that toward the end of the week as well. I'll have forecast details right after this. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And And we're we're ready ready to to champion champion rural together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. You know what? Each and every one of you could become a hero. What am I talking about? I'm talking about having the discussion and making the decision to be an organ, tissue, and eye donor. Across the state of Wisconsin, there's more than 3,000 Wisconsinites right now waiting for an organ, tissue, or eye donation, and you could be their hero. One person can save as many as eight lives through organ donation and improve 75 lives through tissue and eye donation. But listen... It's a decision that you have to make so your family doesn't have to make it for you. It's simple and easy to do. Register now. Get online. Donate LifeWisconsin.org. Register today. It's fast. It's easy. Just jump online. Donate LifeWisconsin.org. That's Donate LifeWisconsin.org. You not only become a hero in your family today, you become someone else's hero in the future. Alrighty, 523. Stu, bring us the details. I know it's not good when it comes to the rain amounts for later this week. Yeah, that's for sure. Let's talk partly sunny today, a little brighter day. Today's a dandy. If you can get something done, get it done today. A lot of us in the upper 50s, lacrosse low 60s with a northeast breeze at 5 to 10. But overnight, clouds build in. Some showers develop late night into early morning. Overnight lows in the lower 40s. East winds at 5 to 10. Cloudy and showers tomorrow. Afternoon thunderstorms. Breezy upper 40s. East winds 10 to 20, gusting to 30. The rain lasts through Wednesday night into Thursday. We have to talk about an inch to an inch and a half, and localized thunderstorms could push that number way off the scale. Mid-50s by the time we look toward Thursday with the north wind at 5 to 10. We dried out a bit for Friday, Pam, but the weekend may feature a few scattered showers just to keep it damp. I'm going to have to start taking a look at some details on my crop insurance coverage for this year. This is just getting rugged. And like I said, we're in better shape than a lot of those folks in Iowa, Minnesota, even Illinois. Yeah, it's just not drying for us. Even that little chance this weekend might be enough to slow it down for a couple more days. So hang in there. All right, man. See you later. Thanks. Bye now.
Stumach is our ag meteorologist with weather details. All right, so here we go. Now, what I tell you on the temperature is not the way it feels outside. Lacrosse, cloudy and 50 degrees on the thermometer, feels like 46. Mauston, cloudy and 45, feels like 39. Fond du Lac, cloudy and 43, feels like 34. Madison at the airport, cloudy and 45, feels like 39 degrees. So already that cooler stuff starting to uh, come into play. We'll talk with Bryce Knorr about the markets after 5.30. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. By land, sea, or air, Alaska is beautiful. And guess what? We'll see Alaska all three ways. I'm Pam Yonke. It is time. Make that call. Make that reservation. We've only got a few seats remaining for our Alaska Agriculture Adventure, August 20th through September 1st. Call 800-826-2266 for reservation details or online. Fabulousfarmbabe.net, right there on the homepage. Alaska, August 20th through September 1st. Looking for that unique, one-of-a-kind engagement ring, something that you can customize yourself, maybe a gorgeous pendant necklace, diamond earrings. The place to go, Goodman's Jewelers. They're an icon in Madison. They've been around forever and right on State Street in their same location, a couple blocks from the state capitol. They're the place to go to when it comes to buying jewelry. Goodman's Jewelers has everything from the more traditional style jewelry for your engagement rings, pendants, necklaces, earrings, to the more modern styles as well. They can customize and create anything for you. Unique, funky diamonds, one-of-a-kind pieces, stuff you won't find anywhere else, and price range for everyone. When you step into Goodman's Jewelers, you'll feel the warmth and you'll feel welcome. They'll treat you just like family. You want to go somewhere where you can trust when you're buying jewelry for that special someone? Then remember my friends and family at Goodman's Jewelers. Right there, a couple blocks from the state capitol on State Street. Goodman's Jewelers. America is kept safe because the Army National Guard responds, protects, and supports our nation when it needs them most. From fighting wildfires with air support, helping civilians in flooded neighborhoods, to delivering food and supplies to those who have lost everything, the Army National Guard always responds when disaster strikes. The Army National Guard also trains to be ever vigilant against threats, foreign and domestic. They protect our skies with missile defense weaponry. They secure our information, communications and infrastructure with cybersecurity. And they protect us against chemical, biological and radiological hazards with the civilian support team. The Army National Guard also stands ready to deploy and provide support for conflicts or humanitarian missions abroad. Join the Army National Guard and be there to respond, protect, and support your community and your country. Visit NationalGuard.com to learn more about part-time service. Sponsored by the Wisconsin Army National Guard. Aired by the Wisconsin Broadcasters Association and this station. Now, the easy and fastest way to order Ag Parts is with Sloan Express, America's Ag Parts supplier. Simply put, Sloan Express is a lower price alternative to original manufacturer parts. And now, free shipping on orders over $195 right to your front door. Plus, we offer free shipping to 20 Sloan locations. Enter code WISCONSIN10 at checkout and save 10%. Get your free catalog online at SloanEX.com or call today. It may not require a textbook, but it's filled with valuable lessons. It may not take place in a classroom, but it's an ideal environment for learning. It may not involve a diploma, 
but it can help prepare Wisconsin's young people for life. It's high school sports. High school sports can play a critical role in a student's overall education. In fact, studies show that students that participate in high school sports are more likely to enjoy greater levels of achievement in their academic lives. If you think high school sports are only about competition, think again. Better yet, think about attending a high school sporting event in your community. You'll be amazed by what you see. High school sports, a winning part of a complete education. This message presented by the Wisconsin Interscholastic Athletic Association and the Wisconsin Athletic Directors Association. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 Years and 80 Minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. All right, we continue with our Badger Insider, RJ, talking about Jalen Johnson releasing his final four schools over the weekend, and Wisconsin is on the list. It's really his final three because he's not going to Arizona. So it's, it's either Duke, Kentucky, or Wisconsin. All right, so the, I, I've had this before, RJ, and this kind of fits under the Conspiracy Theory Friday, guys, but I can't wait till Friday. Uh, you have this thing floating out there with the Hauser brothers, right? Mm-hmm. That if they do this and come to Wisconsin, they have to sit out next year. Yeah. Jalen Johnson will be a senior next year. Yeah. Is it not out of the realm of possibility that uh, the Hausers and Johnson, who I'm sure played many a times together in the AAU circuit, get together and say... Why the hell not? Johnson's only going to be there for one year, right? Whatever school he goes to. Probably. The Housers, certainly Sam's only going to be there one year. Now, Joey will have a couple years left. But would it not be all three of these guys, blue chip, five-star guys growing up, probably know each other pretty well to say, why not? Why not? Let's go to Wisconsin. It's not like the Housers are going to Kentucky or Duke. No, yeah. I'd, it'd be why not? cool to have happen where you got – all this in-state talent finally coming to Wisconsin. And, you know, in the past, when uh, Decker and Kaminsky were playing here, they opened up the offense for the guys uh, because they had the athletic ability to do that. Um, A lot of Wisconsin classes, you know, need the structure of the swing offense to be able to uh, create mismatches and things like that. But when you bring athletes into the system, it allows it to open up and then – you create greater mismatches there because um, you're still pulling the big men out to guard other big men who, who, you know, you get a little unfamiliar with there. And nowadays you have guys and smaller guys who really aren't that good defensively. Uh, and so it kind of creates bigger mismatches there. And I, I really, it, it'd be awesome to see happen. Uh, but, you know, you still got the skeptic in me that says, you know, Jalen Johnson is not coming to Wisconsin. Well, I mean, that's the 
that would be the knee-jerk reaction immediately, right? Because right. after you burned on so many other players. But, you know, swing yeah. offense, you know the swing offense needs a big man that can shoot. Well, I mean, you do have it. Not a big man uh, that Reavers can only is, do it with five Reavers is there, and you got a couple other guys waiting in the wings. Reavers. Uh, Reavers. Who, who have a, a shot outside of the paint. So I, I think seeing this year, we might end up looking closer to the swing offense that we've seen in the past. Hell yeah. Rather than having your best player be a guy who can't shoot. I love this. And having offense. to go through him. So do I. I mean, it's, it's fun when, it, and it pisses people off. When too, you're able it. to run it. It works, and yes, it does piss people off because... What do you mean I, they pass the ball? Right, ah! they pass the ball, little guys are in, in low, and the big guys can shoot. This Hell isn't yeah. basketball. Sets basketball back so many years. No, it doesn't. Yeah. All right, uh, visiting with our Stop Badger it. Insider, Stop RJ. It. So, all right, so where we sit, I mean, well, when I mean, they've changed all the kind of the, the signing days and all that. When, when, I know most of these guys want to get it done before their senior year starts because they don't want that... You know, distraction hanging around. So most guys pick. So, A, when do you think Johnson makes a decision? And B, what percentage, and knowing that this could change, you're not going to be held to this answer, but what percentage as of today that Johnson ends up at Wisconsin? Wow. Well, what, the signing period, early signing period, is still sometime in the fall for basketball now, I think? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Correct. So, I mean, maybe he'll make a an announcement this summer sometime or if he wants to have it be where he gets his moment not announce anything and have the media attention with the hats and all that kind of stuff i mean rj that might happen too saturday wisconsin you know michigan they bring out johnson at the end of the first quarter he gets a mic you know he's got the hats lined up that's it throws well i know but we can work come on rj (laughs) you can't you can't do that just work with illegal that's i don't use that fine Um, you buzzkill so what percentage chance then do you think he's gonna end up here right now knowing that look what you got say you could change it in summer or fall but right now what do you think 25 percent no, you're doing that because you have four teams. <laughs> no, it's still still in me to say it's probably right, not so going to happen. Take Arizona because off you the can, list then. Would you say 33% then? No. With the other two, it's pretty hard not to to go play for Coach K. And I guess Do you, you think can say Tyler the, Hero's the track record of... Because, you know, he uncommitted Wisconsin, went to Kentucky. He's going to be a one and done. It looks like he's going to be a lottery pick. Do you well, think and that? that was a last minute, hey, we lost a kid in our class. Here's a, a spot for you here at Kentucky. And he said he wants to be a one and done. So we went to the coach that has one and dones. I mean... This is the Farm Report with Pam Young. Alrighty, 5.35 now on a Tuesday morning. Today, we're supposed to stay a little on the dry side, but boy, Wednesday and Thursday, more rain back around. That is not good news for Wisconsin farmers. We only got 7% of the corn planted as of Sunday. I'll give you a rundown on the latest crop progress report. Yesterday, the markets absolutely reeled on the announcement that the president might put even deeper tariffs on China. After we started hearing conversations from Trade Representative Lighthizer that the Chinese have already started to renege on some of their previous promises. And that comes at a time when the Chinese delegation is supposed to be back in Washington, D.C. tomorrow to re-engage in conversations. Big cloud hanging over the marketplace. Bryce Knorr is joining us live via Skype to explain it all to you before we hit 6 o'clock. I'm Pam Yonke. Now... From the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Tuesday. So today is the 7th day of May. On this date, back in 1915, a German U-boat sank the RMS Lusitania. 
Almost 1,200 lives were lost in that attack, and it actually became the deadliest shipwreck during World War I, and it also influenced the United States' decision to begin entering into the war in 1917. The Lusitania sunk on this date back in 1915. Also on this date in 2000, Vladimir Putin became president of Russia, and now you know. Well, what we know is today a lot of consumers want what they call clean labels. They want to see fewer and fewer ingredients on that food label. That, to them, means that it's cleaner, fewer preservatives. But you know what? That may not be as good for them as they think. I talked about it last week with Kathy Glass. She is with the Food Research Institute on the UW-Madison campus. She is also one of the 2019 honorees inducted into the Meat Industry Hall of Fame. And she said as a food scientist, she needs consumers to understand those preservatives you see on package labeling. They're there for a good reason. And they're safe. That whole natural movement, um, it's difficult because we're making food products for somebody else. And they want to have a shelf life of one, two, three, four, five months. And with that, if you make the food product safe, you don't need preservatives. However, if you do want to have extended shelf life, you will need that. The traditional preservatives, it really is more defined and we know how they work. There are going to be some clean label alternatives that really have the same basic type of chemistry as the chemical preservatives, but because they're more undefined, it requires a whole lot more work, and it does require a whole lot more additives, and that's going to affect the flavor. And their shelf life is going to be lower, too. So it's a trade-off, and it's. I think I would like to advocate to consumers that they don't have to be afraid of the preservatives that are in the foods. They are there to help protect. Kathy Glass, she is a microbiologist with the Food Research Institute on the UW-Madison campus. It's fascinating to listen to her explain how, over the course of time, microbes will change in our meat, in our dairy products, in the food that we're consuming. And microbiologists like Kathy Glass have to be prepared with new combinations of preservatives or additives that continue to make sure those products are safe for consumers to enjoy. She said that's where it gets tricky with this whole clean label natural movement that is a marketing opportunity for companies but be can be kind of difficult to attain from a science standpoint. Congratulations. She was one of several inducted into the Meat Industry Hall of Fame last week. The others included Larry Clark, owner and operator of uh, Lodi Sausage up in Lodi, and then George and Ruth posthumously, Craig and Lee Culver from the Culver's franchise, the other inductees into the Wisconsin Meat Industry Hall of Fame. All right, so the market continues to buzz this morning about the potential ramifications of increasing tariffs against China, and we've got Bryce before 6. Stand by. It's coming up on 540. When a company only does business in Wisconsin, that's Wisconsin Strong. Rural Mutual provides all lines of insurance, including commercial, farm, home, and auto. And your premiums stay right here to keep Wisconsin strong. Local agents, local underwriters, local claims adjusters. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. No one works harder to help you achieve your goals. 
We know how challenging and rewarding farming and this way of life can be. You won't find financial experts with more ag knowledge and deeper rural roots. We grew up here, and many of us are farm kids through and through. So whether you have one acre or a thousand. Whether you're building a house or a legacy. Your friends, family, and neighbors at Compere Financial have your back. And we're ready to champion rural together. Learn more at Compere.com. Compere Financial. Equal credit opportunity lender. To the soybean farmer who knows the early rise. Who's there even when times are hardest. Whose fingers bless Wisconsin soil. Who sows in our hearts and grows for our children. To the soybean farmer, we stand with you. Strengthen the voice of Wisconsin farmers. Join the Wisconsin Soybean Program at wisoybean.org. All righty, let's get a little market perspective on what the trade's talking about. Here's Mark Oppold. Well, the market appears to be kind of taking a deep breath, digging into Tuesday's trade here. And speaking of taking a deep breath, my wife Kathy and I recently signed up for Medicare. And what a process it is. Americo works and lives in the heartland, and they understand and respect rural America. They've set up a toll-free helpline for Bottom Line Report listeners to answer questions about Medicare. 855-343-9740. Let them help you. 855-343-9740. Americo. Take note of yesterday's lows in the grain trade here as they move forward. We think the market will be hard-pressed to push December corn below 374. In fact, if you're a livestock feeder needing corn, might do well to price some of your summer needs at these levels. Stock market also absorbed the initial jolt yesterday. Caterpillar, one of the major stocks used to figure the Dow Jones Industrial Average, was down over $2 a share at the close. This is the Bottom Line Report. Folks, if you want to feed less hay and reduce the number of days your cattle are on feed overall, learn about Lactapro Advance from MS Biotech. You can do that at msbiotech.com. Well, livestock futures did not get the bounce the grain uh, grain market did yesterday. We look at June cattle now struggling to hold above the 111 level longer term, but June hogs have recently found willing buyers every time below the $89 level, so watch for that. That's the bottom line this Tuesday. I'm Mark Oppold, wishing you a profitable day. So Wisconsin farmers did not get as much done in the past seven days' time as they really might have liked. The Wisconsin Ag Statistical Service says as of Sunday, 7% of our corn's in the ground. That's eight days behind our five-year average. 28% of the oats were in the ground. 46% of the potatoes had been seeded. The winter wheat condition still looks pretty decent. 45% called good to excellent. But a lot of... uh, Livestock owners say that they're putting cattle out on pasture as early as they can because of tight forage supplies. And a lot of folks talking about the moderate to severe winter kill that they've seen starting to pop up on alfalfa, especially in low spots where water ponded or froze over the weekend or over the winter, not over the weekend, over the winter. Markets are trying to gain back a little of that lost ground from yesterday, December corn. Up just a quarter of a cent at three eighty two and a half. November beans are still down a half at eight fifty two and a half. July wheat down another three and a quarter overnight, four thirty four bushel. Barrel cheese gained three and three quarter cents yesterday to a dollar seventy. Forty pound black cheese was up two and a half cents at a dollar seventy. Double A butter on Monday gained a penny to two twenty eight and a quarter per pound. The fluid milk for June is down seven right now, sixteen fifty five a hundred weight. July held on to a couple pennies. 
at 1680. August milk's down to right now, 1707, 100 weights. Coming up next, we're catching up with our man Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com, trying to figure out what direction the trade's going to go next. This is the Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Hi, I'm Travis Ganser. We hear you. You need new windows. Ganser Company is proud to introduce 80 years and 80 minutes. Simply put, you need real information and pricing so you can make a good decision and spend your precious time with your family and friends, not contractors failing to call you back, taking weeks to get you an estimate, or the high-pressure sales pitch you dread. Our 80 years of hindsight for 80 minutes of your time. We give you the skinny in 80 minutes to make an educated decision. With the huge swing in temperatures from below zero to the upper 90s, Ganser Company has the only window made for Wisconsin climate. Infinity Windows from Marvin offer a lifetime warranty. Bring on the ice, wind, and the heat. Infinity Windows don't warp, crack, or fade like vinyl windows. Call today, 608-222-1243. Or stop into our showroom and see the Infinity Window Experience. Remember, 80 years and 80 minutes from a local family business of four generations. It's that simple. Dancer, that's the answer. Farmers like you told us that you need a John Deere skid loader that can handle big jobs, maneuver in small spaces, and is easy to operate. Enter the John Deere G-Series skid steers from Sloan Implement. Now you can zip in and out and around the farm buildings with confidence. And when you ask for a price that'll level the playing field, well, that's just what we did. Visit Sloan's.com or stop in and let us help with your Sloan deal. As you can imagine, the historic flooding last year washed out many roads, driveways, and parking lots. DRS Asphalt is proud to have been called upon to make repairs at Greenway Station, American Girl, and many others. DRS Asphalt Paving, your local family paving company using long-lasting, superior ingredients that withstand Wisconsin's weather. Visit drspaving.com. DRS Paving and Asphalt. If you don't use DRS, it's your own asphalt. Filling your daily quota of cows and sows, it's the Wisconsin Farm Report with Pam Yonke. 547 now on a Tuesday morning. Very little positive news that we can bring to you this morning as far as commodities. It started to unravel over the weekend with a tweet from the president threatening heavier tariffs against China. Looks like that is overshadowing conversations that are supposed to begin again in Washington, D.C. Joining us live via Skype to give us the latest update, Bryce Knorr, commodity specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. This China story still seems to be percolating in the marketplace, Bryce, even if we still have a little time to go before we see if it really happens, if the, if the meetings are impacted. Right. Uh, the government uh, today could announce, could kind of start the paperwork process for imposing those higher tariffs on Chinese imports on Friday, they could start that paperwork today. Uh, what it would do is uh, uh, take the $200 billion, uh, in goods that have a 10% tariff, raise that to 25%, which kind of was the plan uh, originally, uh, but has been delayed a couple times since the trade talks got going again in December, and then ultimately ba- put that uh, same penalty on just about everything that China sells to us. Uh, so that's why the markets were uh, rallied. Apparently, over the weekend, uh, the uh, U.S. 
Negotiators uh, felt the Chinese were backpedaling on some of their earlier promises, uh, so they ratcheted up the pressure this way. Uh, the talks are still set to go on Thursday and Friday. The, the Chinese uh, negotiator, uh, Vice Premier Liu, is going to be there. There was some doubt about that uh, originally after the tweets. And he's overall, the Chinese officials trying to downplay this. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, this is, uh, uh, as usual, unknown territory. I don't see the trade necessarily turning their attitude around, though, this morning. We're still uh, trading a little bit more towards negative than I expected. Right. Particularly, the, uh, the most of the markets uh, closed well off their lows yesterday. Uh, that was particularly uh, true in the stock market. Uh, we rebounded as the day went on. But uh, we're seeing uh, some selling again here uh, overnight. Uh, the grain market tried to get a bounce on the crop progress uh, ratings, but uh, is mostly giving that up here. We're kind of starting to drift into the red as the overnight session winds down. Let's talk about the crop progress ratings. I've been uh, kind of discussing it all morning long. Wisconsin definitely didn't hit numbers they would hope for. But states like Minnesota, Iowa, Illinois, they really have depressing progress. Well, yeah, and you have to look at Illinois, uh, which is really uh, usually number one or two in corn production in the U.S. Uh, Normally, they would be two-thirds planted by now. Uh, only 10% of their fields were planted, according to USDA. That's a, 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 a really incredibly low number. And so th- that's why I think the, the market, uh, trying to pay attention to this. Now, basically, we've got uh, two more weeks uh, to get about uh, 60% of the crop planted. And that would put us roughly around 85% planted, which is where uh, the uh, trade would be comfortable. And that would indicate no real major losses to yield potential. Uh, But uh, that's going to be a big if uh, because we have another storm that's going to be moving through the next couple days, uh, bringing some heavy precipitation, uh, particularly states like uh, Iowa and Nebraska, where they've actually made some progress. And then uh, after that, uh, we, uh, believe it or not, uh, start to dry out and have a fairly dry pattern. Uh, into uh, the end of the two-week forecast. The trouble is it's going to stay relatively cool, uh, so uh, we may not see as much drying as we might normally get uh, during the month of May. And there's still just an incredible amount of rain, moisture, that's on the soil surface. I see Army Corps of Engineers talking about how many acre feet of water is running off, and they said it's 152-year high. I mean, those are kinds of things that we cannot deny. Right. And uh, uh, I did an, uh, a map yesterday uh, that uh, basically showed, uh, on average, uh, uh, the corn crop uh, has uh, 2.75 inches of uh, surplus moisture on it. Uh, so uh, that's a lot of a lot of moisture wow. that's going to have to dry out uh, before we can we can get this crop planted. It's continuing to disrupt the river system. Uh, looks like uh, St. Louis uh, will probably stay closed maybe until uh, Saturday. Uh, they aren't going to set a record down there. Uh, they actually did that in 93 and again in 73, but uh, they're going to come pretty close to it. Wow. Wow. What else are you paying attention to, Bryce, aside from that uh, China news and what's happening with our weather? 
Well, also taking a look at exports now, well, one of the, uh, the spinoffs from this whole Chinese deal that uh, China bought a lot of soybeans, but they haven't shipped them out. They only shipped out 5 million bushels last week, so they still have 280 million bushels of unshipped sales on the books. So that's kind of their negotiating card. Uh, the president sends out a tweet. The Chinese just sit on all their soybeans, uh, and uh, you know they don't have to take delivery on those. Those can be shifted somewhere else. Uh, uh, they're all owned by, basically by the state-owned companies, so they can pretty much do whatever they want with them. Uh, so uh, we're taking a look at that. Uh, the corn numbers uh, were lower than they need to be. Same with wheat. Uh, now, it's running out of time for the 2018 wheat marketing year. That ends at the end of the month. Uh, the corn numbers likely have been impacted uh, by the disruptions on the transportation system. Basically, nothing going down the Illinois River at this point, and nothing moving down the Mississippi uh, uh, north of St. Louis, uh, and even uh, the area south of St. Louis are uh, uh, quite slow. Uh, they're having to uh, cut the number of barges that a tow can have. So uh, that slow movement, I think, started to impact uh, just our physical ability to move grain. Not to uh, digress or go back, but as we had that uh, wheat tour that had been going on, Bryce, uh, what about the wheat tour, the ratings on that, and the weather that we've got now and will be getting? Any comment on that? Right. We did see uh, the wheat ratings slip a little bit uh, uh, last week. They're still really good. Uh, the places uh, w where they went down are the areas that had some heavy rain, like Illinois, Missouri, uh, Oklahoma. But uh, overall, it looks like the winter wheat crop about 48.5 bushels per acre. Uh, that's according to the uh, crop ratings uh, model that I use, also do a vegetation health index around that. So the winter wheat crop looks good. The spring wheat uh, off to a slow start. They're not uh, making a whole lot of progress yet in North Dakota. That'll start to change over the next couple of weeks, however, as things dry out. Final parting shots until we talk to you on Thursday. What do you want? Well, you got to take a look at some of the markets that have gotten beat up, uh, including the energy market. Uh, uh, so if you need to lock in some propane, again, and when things get beat up, it's a good time to do it. Yeah, and propane, something better be top of mind with this in mind. All right, Bryce, very good. We'll catch up with you on Thursday for more on what's happening with our markets. Bryce Knorr, Commodity Specialist, Farm Futures Magazine, farmfutures.com. He joins us every Tuesday and Thursday to let you know what news items are percolating behind the scenes and what traders are watching relative to our commodities. Don't forget he updates his comments as well. 7.30 a.m. Central Time. You can check in online for that. We are checking in with some of our folks from the Wisconsin Beef Council.